All right. And well, I hit the thing. You hit the thing. You did the thing. All right. And welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Yeah. And we are still on The Legend of Korra, book three, um, episodes five and six, uh, The Metal Clan and Old Wounds. By the way, question, was there really a metal clan? It just seemed like a city. No, it's, it's, it's Zhao Fu, home of the metal clan. Okay. They're still a clan. There is a clan? Or we- it's, it's their clan. Okay. Was it, is it the people we met or is it like there's actually a clan? No, it's just like the people. Well, it's like a whole. Yeah, it's like a whole city. But okay, they're kind of. I guess I don't know what constitutes as a clan. Actually, wait. Now, now I have to look this up because I'm curious. Clan, a group of close knit and interrelated families. So yeah, okay. It's like a it's like a family run kind of city. So it's a clan. Yeah. Um, this clan doesn't wear hoods though. Uh, no, wrong. This clan is with a C. Very important distinction. Yikes. Okay. Anyway, when we last left off. We had just left Bossing Se because mm-hmm. uh, Earth Queen was like, oh, enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lin was very intent on taking Korra away because she needed protecting uh, because those guys, those those bad guys are after her. You mean the awesome gang? The awesome gang was coming her way. Yeah. Um, but Korra is still determined to find more airbenders, um, even though a whole group of them just went to the Northern Air Temple. At the beginning of the episode, they're, you know, they're chilling out, and Lynn's like, all right, we gotta get the hell out of here. Uh, everything's in danger. Everything's terrible. And they're like, chill. Lynn's being very uptight. So then Mako and Asami come in, and they say, hey, we just got a notice that there is a new airbender in the city of Zhao Fu. Yep. Um, which is also known as the Metal Clan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cora is like, hey, ask Lynn if she, she knows the place. And Lynn is like, oh, no, no, never been there. Nope, and just I'm bad like, place. Lynn. Just, just nope, th- not suspicious at Lynn. all. Just don't go. Lynn. And she's like, just don't go. D- don't go to Zhao Fu. Lynn. And, but, and so, but despite her protest, they go to Zhao Fu. I have like a whole like theory of like what I thought these two episodes, not this, not these two episodes, what right. the first, what this first episode was going to be. And it was nothing, nothing like, like that. that. Yeah, I'll talk about it at the end, but like, yeah, there was nothing like that. Anyway, continue. Yeah, well, it's interesting because like it sounds like something bad's going on in Zafu, but really, Zafu is a pretty cool place. Like they they land, it's a gorgeous. City. Oh, it's so pretty. I like the only note I have for these episodes is Zafu is gorgeous, and I underlined gorgeous like five times. Yeah, kind of like uh, was there? Oh, Rivendale. Was it Rivendale? No, not it's not. I've been saying Riverdale from Lord of the Rings. Like oh, Rivendale? Rivendale? I what's it called? I I'm a I'm a I don't know I'm I remember with the people from Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings but I don't remember the city name. Somebody tell me what the Elven city from Lord of the Rings is called. Yeah, I think it's Rivendale or not Rivendale because no. that sounds like Riverdale. Rivendale? I don't know. Now I have to look this up. Now I'm looking this up right now. I gotta I gotta watch Lord of the Rings again. Those are good movies. It shouldn't be that hard to look up. No, it's not. Like, what is the Elven City in the Lord of the Rings series called? I Yeah, I, I, I'd look that up, but it's not giving me, like, a straightforward answer. Yeah, it's Rivendell. 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 See, okay. that's close to Rivendell. Yeah, no, I, yeah, anyways. So. Rivendell. Okay, so it kind of reminded me of that, except okay. that one's mainly, like, nature-y, and this one's metal-y. Yeah, but it, it's really interesting. 
Because I think when we think of metal and the way we've seen metal in the rest of the series, it's very industrial. Um, I've always very like, said, rigid. like, if you, like, get, like, good looking, if you can, like, do metal, like, stuff, like, properly. Yeah. But here. It can look gorgeous. But yeah. But, like, metal here is a very kind of, um, kind of utopian looking. It's very clean. It's very pretty. It's very, it blends with nature. Which is kind of. Um, everything is very, like, earthy in tone and everything. And it's just gorgeous. All around gorgeous. It has, that's kind of what was leading to my theory about what this was going to be. Oh, okay. Were you thinking, like, a. Um, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, but yeah, so it's a very gorgeous, very modern city. Like everything feels like super futuristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you made a, a Tomorrowland comment. Oh yeah, uh, which I like. That was my other theory. It looked like Tomorrowland. Yeah, except not as bad as the movie. Anyway. Aww. Anyway, so they are. They go to uh, Zhao Fu and they are greeted by a dude. Name's Iway. I don't think they mentioned it. And um I think they did. Yeah, and then Lynn is like, hey, just don't tell anyone I'm here. That's not suspicious at all. Just don't tell anyone I'm here. Thanks. I'll stay here. I'm not going. I've seen metal. Metal's great. Anyway. Yeah, here. whatever. Just don't tell anyone um, I'm here. And we're like, Lynn. Then Iway escorts Cora and the rest of them to go meet the airbender. Um, so meanwhile, back at uh in Republic City, it's been a while since we spent some time in Republic City, I think. Yes. Uh we are back on Air Temple Island. And we're getting introduced to some new airbenders. Ikimilo are showing some new airbenders around. Um, then another guy, he comes all up in. He has kind of a weird, strange look about him. He looks, like, untrustworthy. Yeah, just the way the camera lingers on him. We're like, ah. like, he talked to me like he talked like somebody who could be trustworthy but didn't look trustworthy. Yeah. So, like, I was thinking, like, we weren't supposed to trust him until, like, he did something to prove himself. Yeah. Uh, so his Boy, I was so wrong about this episode. <laughs> he claims his name is Yoru. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I, hey, I just, uh, I was just chilling, found out I could airbend, figured I'd come here. Not weird. And they're like, hey, new airbenders. Yeah, great. Back in Zaofu, we learn a little bit more about the Metal Clan culture, and they, they talk about Toph, who was, you know, who basically founded metal bending, um, and how that's so important yes. for the city and just, like, earthbenders in general. But he's like, Zalfu, everyone lives up, is encouraged to live up to their fullest potential. Then so Bolin asks, hey, does Toph show up here sometimes? And he's and I was just, eh, it's been a while. It's so she's while. not dead. She's not dead. It's only Sokka's- that's, ba- that's basically the confirmation that she's not dead. I think I can safely say that now. So only Sokka's not dead. Basi- only, yeah, Sokka's the only one who's dead, which sucks. Why is he dead? Why, why can't we just, like... Not constantly shit on Sokka in this series. Like, dude, like, I mean, come on. Like, don't people know that, like, like Sokka was, like, one of the favorite characters? He wasn't just, like, a comic relief. He was actually, like, a dude who went through a lot. Like, he kind of liked one girl, then met another girl who sacrificed herself. Mm-hmm. And then that was a thing. And then yep. he got back together with the other girl who then got kidnapped. Yep. And, like, there was that whole thing of, like, he was fighting and going to save the world. And then Azula was all like, hey, hey we got a girlfriend. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sokka deserves, like, I mean, granted, like, if he, like, ended up dying, like, a noble death, mm-hmm. you know. But they never really say. Like, I know. It's never, like, made clear. It's very, I always, okay, I've said this in a previous episode. I always felt like it's very, like purposefully like left vague and that makes me very angry please just tell me what the fuck happened to Sokka yeah thanks if we could just touch like, again that, you could say like oh yeah like he was great. in a he was in like in a battle or something and he got and he sacrificed himself or he got killed mm-hmm. that is a noble death that is a well-deserved death maybe like if we could see like a temp not a temple for Sokka but like a nice like memorial 
I th- uh, yeah, I think I he had a statue that at the um, Southern Water Tribe Cultural Center. Yeah, he could, like w- like show but us what it. he did with the cultural center. Yeah, and I mean he was on the council at Republic City, but what yeah. does that even mean? What does that even mean? Yeah. Anyway, give Chris Hardwick some more work. <laughs> at midnight is ending, so he needs something else is to it do ending for good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's ending. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He's still got Talking Dead though. True. Now it's just like a show called like Talking Something. Oh no! Yeah, he just talks to people. It's just like. <laughs> No, like, and he, like, actually puts out, like, the talk raw show, stuff yeah. on his podcast. He's fine. He's fine. He's married to a horse. He's fine. <laughs> I feel like we say that at least, we've said that at least five times on this I thought podcast. we said that twice. A couple different times. Anyway. Um, so, we learn a, bit, a little bit more about the Metal Clan, and then we um, go, we are met with the this mysterious airbenders. We find their mother who is in the middle of a dance rehearsal. So we get to see kind of metal bending used it's as Cirque more of a... It's Earth bending. Yeah, it's like Cirque du Soleil. Um, and it's interesting to see metal bending not being used, like, For fighting. fighting. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a become, it's become a very, like, artistic kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and her name is Sue Yin, uh, but you can call her Sue. Uh, she... So she's, like, the, the governor? I don't think they... She's, like... Well, she said she wasn't she's a like queen. The, ma- the matriarch of the clan. But like so. her husband isn't the like the ruler she no. is. Yeah, she's like I guess a like, what like is, she's not a she said she wasn't a queen. She's the fa- she's like a found the, the leader, but like they don't really have like a formal government system. I don't think because they're a clan. Cool. Um, okay, I guess that's how that works. Um. So anyway, Suyin's like, hey, hey, night, great, nice to meet you. Oh, by the way, you're lying to me. And well, she's like, like, what? She's yeah. like, you said you were alone here, and you're not. You're hiding something. Um, Which like, and I had a theory. I was like, kind of like thinking that thinking what like was revealed. Yeah, I was like, like guys, it's kind of like with the. I mean, we'll get to let's get to the reveal first. Yeah, and so um, Cora's like, ah, yeah, well, I mean, we came here with uh, Republic City Chief of Police. Yes, and she didn't want us to tell you. So sorry, we lied. And and so it's like, oh, of course she didn't want to tell you because, uh, by the way, we're sisters. Da na na na. So it's kind of like with uh, when we met uh, with uh, Tonerak and Unalak. Yeah. Like how like they were drawn similarly. Yeah. So, and like, like Sue and Lynn You can see them being related. You can see them being related. So like Sue and Lynn were just uh, drawn like kind of similarly. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, are they related? Like by something? Yes. So it turns out they're not full-blooded sisters. They are half-sisters. Mm-hmm. Toph was, they're both of their mothers, but they had different fathers because Toph was... Did not settle into a relationship. She just kind of did, did her own thing. Yeah. Screwed whoever she wanted. Yeah. Had birth Basically. control because she doesn't have a ton of kids. Yeah. So, oh my, I love, this is, uh, I'm, I think I'll wait to till the end of these two episodes to talk about why I think that's so cool. Okay. Um, I just wrote top and I put a circle around it because I'm going to know what that means. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> um, so they go back to the airship. Uh, Suyin comes along and Kor's like, hey, why didn't you tell me that? I mean, that, that you had a sister? Oh, yeah. And by the way, your niece is the airbender that we're going yeah, to Yeah, your airbender is, is your niece. What What the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns out they haven't spoken in like 30 years. Yeah. And she's uh, like 40 or 50. So like probably since they were like in their 20s. Yeah, well, I think Sue is, like, 16, we kind of find out in the next episode. Yeah, she's a teen. Yeah, and uh, Lynn is, like, 50-ish, so. Yeah. Um, anyway. 
And Lynn's like, yeah, and so Lynn is not happy. No. Lynn is not a, Lynn is not a fan. No. Uh, but they end up going back to their um, their place, their estate, because damn, they have a nice house. It's so nice. It's like big. They just they're living in a lap of luxury. That's all I'm saying here. Uh, and then Suyin kind of starts introducing them to your family. So yeah, she has so we got two younger sons who are twins. She's got five kids. She's got five kids in total. She has two younger uh, they, two younger sons. Can I give them twins. my name? Uh, yeah. And okay. then we have. Uh, oh, I want to give them my name. Oh, go, go ahead. Okay. So like we meet him later, but the oldest is the nerdy son. So, yeah, we got nerd son. Then we got the two twins. Those are the, the youngest. The tw- oh, the youngest. Yeah, the twins. Yeah. Uh, Skrillex. We got Skrillex. And then Opal. Opal. <laughs> Opal's the only one. Oh, Opal's the only one deserving of a name. I, I literally don't know any other. Like, I only know Opal. I'm just going to keep calling them the other names. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, yep. The two young sons, they're kind of jocks. They had they invented a sport. Uh, the one, the oldest is nerdy, hangs out with the dad. Uh, and then the next one is Skrillex. Skrillex. He's very artistic. Yeah. Uh, and he looks like Skrillex. <laughs> just one of those like annoying like hipster art modern artists who like oh, yeah. sell like like literally I went to like I think it was in England there was like this like modern art museum it was literally just like a speck of paint on a thing and they're like art and I'm like fuck you <laughs> I have opinions <laughs> so uh, but we do meet Opal who is lovely she's adorable she's uh, voiced by Allison Stoner which I forgot about <gasps> oh childhood. <laughs> Did that hit you right in the childhood Yes. <laughs> I remember Mike's Super Short Show. Mike's Super Short Show. Ah, oh, and then... Camp was, Rock. Uh, oh, Camp Sweet Rock. Sweet Second Cody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's her. That's good she for her. <laughs> she's also in a couple Step Up movies. Oh, really? She's a really oh, good... Yeah, she's a great she's dancer. She's a great dancer. She's a... Yeah, she's in that Missy Elliott video. Yeah, she's anyway. a great dancer. Aw, uh, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, she's like our age, isn't she? I think she's got to be. Hold on, I gotta look. Like, at, or maybe even a bit younger. Like, maybe no, like I her. think she's she's got to be. Like, I don't think she's. Older. I think I'm older than her, but I don't think I'm older than her by much. You you are older than her. I am not. She is born. Oh, oh wait, it was her birthday two days ago. Happy birthday, happy birthday Allison. Allison. <laughs> if you're listening, happy birthday. If you're listening. Uh, yeah, she's probably about the same age as Dara. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's older than me by she's, like a month. Yep, she's born in the same year as you. Great! Which means she's about a year older than I am. Great! That's too funny. Get Allison Stoner on the show. She sounds like she'd be an awesome lady. <laughs> Woman, whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. I love how we got on this topic. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> you brought out the nostalgia. Yeah, I know. Because I, I forgot about that and I was looking at the cast list and I was like, oh, shit! It's Allison Stoner. I think she voice of, wasn't she a voice in Phineas and Ferb too? Of the girl? Yeah, she was Isabella, right? I didn't really watch. I watched like videos from. I watched like on occasion. Yeah, I like that show quite a bit, though. Yeah. Thank you. Back to Elizabeth. Listen- <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all um, the tangents. So, uh, Suyin is like, "Hey, yeah, great. Now you're here. Now you can train Opal." And then Cora's like, "Um, no, uh, can we bring her?" But like, all the rest of them, all the rest of these guys, they're at um, they are on the, in the Northern Air Temple. Yeah, with Tenzin. Tenzin, great teacher. Great, I could take her on up there. And uh, soon he's like, no, 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 no. It's way safer here. Like she has everything. Like family's here, which kind of led to stuff more here. of what I thought this episode was going to be. Okay, but it's not. Continue. I really, I want to hear like your whole episode synopsis of what you thought. Think this thing was like scene for scene, like start okay. to finish. I'm really excited. But we'll go. We'll get to the end of this episode. And then so back on Air Temple Island, um, they're training with the spinning gates. Yeah, or whatever. And most of them are failing. They're failing. They're getting all kinds of knocked around. Milo is Milo's, taking. 
He's saying, hey, be the leaf. And they don't even know what be the leaf means. Do any of us really know what be the yeah, leaf means? Yeah, I mean, you're the leaf beneath the wind. And then you get stabbed by a, by a sh- ship. Oh, <laughs> you made me think of Firefly again. I hate you. <laughs> you uh, like that show. Just that one bit makes you sad. Actually, it makes everybody sad. It was such a it was such a crazy moment though that I really like I, at the same time. Whenever we put up that like that reaction, that was like my favorite because you were just like shocked and I just like had to hold my mouth and stop myself from laughing. I know your reaction. I know that's I I I know that I have that that power that you had. And now I have the power and I get to end, like when certain things go like oh I'm gonna get it back soon. Oh, I'm sad. Anyway, so as they're training, um, this guy, this dude, we don't really know who he is, or do we? I'm sure, I like, didn't. I'm honestly. sure like everyone figured it out. Like I didn't. I didn't know when I first watched it. I was totally thrown off because of I did it reasons just... because like I could not put like a face to a face. Anyway, I thought it was going to be like a one episode guy. Yeah, where like they were going to like figure out who he is, just some kind of like dick bag, and then they're going to defeat him. Yeah. Again, did not happen. Did not happen. Um, so Kaya shows up and she's like, hey, guys, all the airbenders, we're going all the way up to uh, the Northern Air Temple. And um, guys like, so you guys, you want to go up and join them? And this dude is like, hey, is the Avatar going to be there? And, and like, Kaya, like, Kaya knows. Something's Kaya knows up. something's up. Something's she, up. She's like, why are you worried about the Avatar? We're just That's why, like, I kind of wish Kaya would have said, like, yeah, she's with them. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. And then, like. Could have, like, worn tens and saying, like, something's up with this guy. Yeah. Um, but Kai like, says no. Yeah, and he's says, like, oh, it's a shame. I really wanted to meet her. Which is why part of me was kind of thinking, like, maybe really he's actually a trustworthy her. guy. And we are just, like, saying, like giving our standards because he's bald does not mean he's evil. <laughs> and he has, like, and he has, like, a scar on his eyebrow does not mean that a person's evil. If we ha- if we did episode titles, I would really want this episode to be called Just Because, he's- Just because You're Bald Doesn't Mean You're Evil. Um, that's going to be in the tagline. Actually, I'm definitely putting in the tagline. Anyway, so, um, although you should say spoiler alert, yes, it does. <laughs> well, yeah. So back at Zaofu, I, everyone is eating dinner and because they have like this super like, like chop level, like chef there, who's a former pirate, by the way. Pirate! Pirate! Um, and so that's where we formally meet, um, Batar, who is Suyin's husband. He does all the architect and engineering for the city. Um, and also nerd son. Uh, so they're just like talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting all caught up and everything. And then we see uh, we we get a return of a character. Yeah, we did. Uh, who who returns, Sarah? Who came back? Derek. Derek. I'm not saying what's his name. I love I love like watching your reaction to this because like he came in and I think it took you like two solid seconds to like react. You're like, wait, wait, wait. <gasps> yeah, it's Derek. <laughs> Because he asked me if he was coming back. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, he's going to come back. Maybe. Yeah. And you're like, where? And I was like, oh, I don't really know where he's going to come back. Uh, but here he lying sack of shit. Uh, actually, I forget the exact. I forgot the exact episode at the time. But I was like, I think it's in the middle city. Um, anyway, so. He's back after so escaping prison. Yeah, everyone's super surprised. Um, they're catching up. And uh, it turns out that after Varric escaped from prison, uh, he connected with an old uh, friend of his, Suyin Beifeng. And now he's working to kind of help the city. Uh, they're working on magnets. They're trying to uh, rejuvenate the high-speed line or something. Yeah, because like fucking magnets. How do they work? Fucking magnets. How do they work? Million-dollar question. So uh, Lynn is all kinds of pissed because she's like, oh, great. Now you're harboring a criminal. Um, and she's like, you haven't changed at all. And then Lynn just storms right on off. Yeah, she does. She is. So Mad. So, uh, like, during this dinner, we see, uh, like, Bolin and Opal. 
They're kind of connected. Yeah. They're kind of connected. And later on, Mako uh, comments, he's like, hey, uh, you know, I noticed you guys got a I thing. love this. Like, Bolin's brushing his teeth. Mako is gelling his hair. He's gelling his hair. I love this whole sequence of Mako gelling his hair because he also, like, kind of gels his eyebrows. He got, he got the shark brows going on. I love it. Because uh, it's just, I don't know why it's it. It's There's, like, like not much Mako things. so far in the season. Yeah. And every time he is, he's, like, either, for, like, an important thing or, like, just, like, to be goofy. Yeah. And I'm liking it. Yeah, I do. Like, Maka, like, yeah, Maka's way better in this season than he was. Yeah, and, like, I, like, listen, like, I love, like, a good, I like a good romance and, like, anything, and mm-hmm. I really like Boleyn. He's kind of been screwed on romance. Yeah. Like, he was into Korra, who yeah. was, you know, that whole debacle. Yeah. Who turned out to be into his brother, and that whole thing made him sad. Mm-hmm. And then he's got Eska, who was crazy. Yep. Then he had Ginger. Who, who was, was a slut. A bitch. Yeah, and so, so... So, like, yeah, like, he's just not had luck with the ladies because either they weren't into him or they're a slut or they're crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, but but uh, she's not a slut. She's just really shallow. Gender? Yeah. No, yeah. she's a slut. No, she's shallow. No, um, we're, we're going to keep arguing about we're, this. We're going to... Anyway, so... Um, so, but this opal chick, she seems nice. She does seem she nice. She seems to like him. But yeah. Bolin's like, oh, no, she doesn't seem to be my type. And then Mako's like, eh, Give it a shot. And then Bolin gets those eyes where I'm like, stop, Bolin. Don't go back to book two, Bolin. I'm like, Stay no. with us. Stay with us. To be fair, Don't go. he does go back to jerk Bolin, but only for about like three minutes. Yeah. Which is which is like fine. It proves that like they're, they act, they're like actually, it seems like actually like a well-written couple. Yeah. So, thing. Yeah. But Bolin meets back up with Opal and he's trying to like impress her, but he's being very terrible. And she's like, you're making me very uncomfortable right now. Please stop. And he's like, oh, sorry. But they have like a nice moment. No, I like that. Cause like, she's just seems somebody like, look, I'm honest. Like you're creeping me out. And she's like, why don't you just like be yourself? And he's like, wow, amazing. What a, what a stellar idea. Yeah. Uh, See, I, look, I, I really like Opal. Oh yeah. Opal's nice. She's adorable. Like she like seems adorable. And then, but then she's also like, seems like the person who will not take shit from anyone. Yeah. And it's you nice go, about, girl. it's nice about not taking shit from anyone. Mm-hmm. She's not like mean about it. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, um, I don't know what their t- so ship before, name is. Bopal. Bopal? Bopal. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> in uh, Avatar, the ship names are usually just two names, like, Is that how it is in together. general? Uh, yeah. Kind of. Well, sometimes it's like the two names squished together. Sometimes it's just like this slash this mm-hmm. or this X this. And sometimes if you're certain fandoms, like some of the old no, I, I guess I was thinking are about like that. they make up completely new names altogether. No, I think about like with Once Upon a Time, like the ship names are kind of like what they do. Yeah. Okay. And we'll continue. Yeah. Um. So, but before anything can romantic romantic happen between them, uh, Cora intervenes. Ruins everything. She like she's like, uh, hey guys, can I just like borrow Opal for a second? And then they um. She hopes that they, Lynn and her can talk and maybe, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, settle everything down. Meanwhile, back at Air Temple Island, we find this dude. Mm-hmm. This dude, whoever this guy is. Um, he's in Tenzin's kind of private study, and he's kind of looking around and everything. I really love the set design here. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I really, because it seems like a very traditional kind of temple setup. Yeah. Like, something, like, very... Something really very real about it, like a very, mm-hmm. uh, like something you would find, you know, at like an actual like monk mm-hmm. kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's like a not like a, it's not like an altar, but it's like a whole kind of like thing. a chapel. No, um, I don't know, but it's 
But it's very, like, Temple-esque kind of setup. And I just, like, really love it because I don't think we get to see um, – because it has, like, a very kind of almost religious feel to it, which we really don't uh, explore enough in the Avatar world. Yeah. But I, ah, it just looks so cool, and I just want to take a moment to appreciate that. Um, so this dude, uh, he finds a locket, and it has um, it's written with writing poetry from Guru Lachima, whom we will hear a lot more about, I think, as the series goes on. Well, not a lot more Wait, about, is, but he, is he, like, a descendant? No, Aww. it's just like it's like his the, the poem that he wrote is something that okay we hear more about. The you keep ruining my theories. Enter the void, become wind. The leaf beneath the um, wind. So I- Iki finds him and he's like, "Hey, uh, this is private. Uh, get out of here." And he's like, "Oh, no, sorry, I couldn't sleep. No, just you know, moseying around." And then Kaya says, "All oh, uh, Kaya she comes in. She knows something's up. Yes, yeah, she, she does. She knows something's up, and she kind of ushers Iki out of there, and she starts um." talking she's like hey it's weird that you know so much about airbender history like airbender culture and he's like oh well you know i just i really appreciate the culture and she's like mm, and where are you from and then he's like he's being super vague and then kai like pauses and she's like zahir ah! <laughs> and then fight and then they fight ah, ah good ah I don't know why I didn't see that coming. I know. I was so mad at first. I was like, how did I not know this was here? Did he look, did he he look shaved like, his beard, shaved his head. Yeah, probably because he was like so hairy. Yeah. And then like completely. Yeah. So like that might be it. I know. I feel like everyone knew that. And then I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Comment below if you it. knew that was coming. Yeah. Okay. Well, and d- be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Don't try to like outsmart us. Like be honest here. They're not going to be honest. Um, or, or at least or at least tell us like how far it took you to realize. Some might be like first. I thought for some reason, like, he was, like, another, like, somebody who, like, admired the awesome gang, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, a, like, I some kind of follower or acolyte. Yeah. Um, but, and yeah. And then it's been, like, half the time trying to get all their names. Mm-hmm. But what throws me off is that, like, I guess, especially when it comes to, like, animated characters, I feel like we recognize them by their features rather than, like, their actual, like, body like yeah. like their additional features like hair is a huge indicator and like clothing so like when you change that i feel like sometimes for an anime character you're like hey who what hey um but they did a really good job did he have like the when he was like all hairy did he still have that scar because then if i remember if i would have remembered that sc- eyebrow scar i yeah, probably would have said something i think he did but so yeah, i didn't really think about it giant fight scene big fight scene uh kaya can hold her own she's pretty good at holding her own uh, she still gets kind of her butt kicked but now I was a little disappointed because I'm like, Kaya, girl, you, your dad, and your brother, Airbenders, you should have, you should have seen some of this coming. You should have been able to fight against an Airbender. Yeah. I, I just out of like all the like the millions of people on this planet. Granted, she probably wasn't expecting to fight that day. Yeah. So she didn't like put on her her combat boots in the morning. I mean, no, because like sometimes like you know like when you're not expecting a fight, like yeah. you're kind of like like caught, caught off guard. Caught a bit. off guard, yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, like she held her own, but she was still probably like, oh okay, I guess I'm gonna you know fight this guy. And not yeah. Pity does get away. Yeah, he does. So it Ben ends up getting away, um, even though and the White Lotus tries to get involved too, and that doesn't really work. Yeah, again, I like it. We're just getting like droplets of awesome gang. Yeah, and so um, so here takes a, an air glider. And he gets the heck out of there. To go where? Um, who knows? Who knows? So back in Zalfu, um, Opal tries to talk to Lin and say, hey, I'm like, you know, um, I know this can be hard for you, but like, hey, I'm, I, I heard a lot about you from my mom and from my grandmother. And like, you know, I really want to be close and all this kind of stuff. And then Lin is like, mm, uh, get out of here. And Opal is She's a little more mean than that. Yeah. Like, she's, like, she's being a meanie head. 
Yeah, Lynn is not being very nice here. No. She should be a lot nicer. Like, Opal never did anything to her. And then Cora's like, yo, what's your damage, Lynn? <laughs> and Lynn's like, hey, you're, my family business is none of your, you know, something to worry about. Cora um, says some not nice words back to Lynn, and then she leaves. And then Lynn is crying. Yeah. She's sad. Yeah. She's sad. It hurts. Yeah. And that's where we end that episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. All right. What's Thoughts on that episode? Do you want me to like, say what I thought this episode was going to uh, be? Please share. Okay. Probably because like the last time we were in our Bender place did not go well. Right. I assumed this was not going to go well. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that like... Hey, hey, Dara. Not all Earthbenders, okay? I know, but like... Like, I get that. I guess because like, and also like the way like Lynn was reacting, I felt like she did something like in that city and like... There was going to be this whole thing of, like, I, I think I kind of thought, like, my 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 theory of what this episode was going to be, like, processed, like, throughout, like, probably the first half. Okay. So, like, at first I thought, like, oh, Lynn did something in this city that, like, maybe either was, like, really bad or, like, not that bad. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to, like, arrest her, and then she was going to explain what she did, and then Cora was going to save her. Okay. Oh, that's an interesting plot. And then, like, she was going to, I thought she might have been, like, a rebellious type before she got, like, such a stick up her ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that later about that. And then uh, we meet uh, the Sue, and I, I, I honestly did, did think, like, yeah, like, she was probably Lynn's sister mm-hmm. <laughs> of some sorts. And then, uh, for some reason, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a Pride and Prejudice kind of thing where, like, Sue was, like, supposed to be, like, the Wickham-like, and, like, so he seems really nice. Mm-hmm. And then Lynn was going to say, like, you don't know, like, what this was. Like, here's actually what she's like. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's not a good person. Okay. And then, like, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then none of that happened. Nope. And, like, I I just thought something bad was going to happen. And nothing really, like, I mean, obviously the stuff was here happened, but that's not the main plot. Uh-huh. So, like, nothing bad happened. Mm-hmm. And Susie is a lovely woman. She's not evil. Nope. Like, we learn about her past later. She's still not evil. Right. Lynn, again, like, and this, I guess there's, like, a whole interesting thing, like, like, because I'm thinking, like, well, Lynn's, like, a character I know, so, like, if, she, obviously, like, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. But then it's like, no, everything. She's just wrong about this place, and Lynn's being a hard ass. Right. That was it. Nice. No, but I really liked it, though. Like, it, it went by. Yeah, really like, fast. as soon as the episode ended, we're like, oh, it's over. Like, most of it was, like, really chill. There was some action, and it was, like, interesting. Yeah. Every, it was just a good episode. Like the Kai is a here fight was really good. Yeah. Um, and then we just, I mean, it was a new place. It was a new we got location. A, we got a nice romance blo- blossoming. Yeah, it was. That yeah, is was actually cute. a good one for Bolin. Yep, and Bolin wasn't a terrible person, so that's He was, great. okay, again, for, he was for like three minutes. Yeah. And, but, and then Opal called him out on his bullshit. Yep. Good for her. Mm-hmm. That's why. Hashtag Bopal. Hashtag Bopal. Yeah, bringing up those ship names. All right. Um, but as long as Mako's not in a romance. But, <laughs> true. Um, but no, it's it's great. Like, we got introduced to a new place, got introduced to a lot of new characters in this episode. Yeah. We, we got to know Most a lot of, of them characters. I don't really care about. Yeah, well, uh, but like the Metal s- Clan itself is just a really cool place. Um, I think it's gorgeous. I think the characters are fun. I just think, like, now, I guess, like, with the show, I just think, like, everybody's got, like, underlining, like, once. <laughs> The show took away my ability to trust. No, this show didn't do it. Every other show that I watched did. True. True. Oh, so many. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So mm-hmm. I know for me, I just enjoy it. I, I, love, I love seeing these characters again. Uh, getting to meet them all over again mm-hmm. is always really fun because I just enjoy them. And yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. So next episode. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the next episode, which is Old Wounds. Stay Woo. tuned. 
So we are back with the next episode, episode six of Legend of Core Book 3 Change, Old Wounds. Nice. Yes. This is, we get some flashbacks in this we episode. Do. I'm really looking forward to some of these flashbacks. Me too. So it's kind of the, the next morning in Zaofu, Um and Lin is kind of nowhere to be found. Suyin thinks, is, is not really happy at her for yelling at her daughter. As she should be. Like, that was not, that was uncalled for, Lin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not very nice. It's very mean. You should apologize. Um, so uh, then the twins walk in and uh, ask Cora if she wants to participate in their power disc game, which is that game that they made up um, themselves. We found out in the last episode. Uh, but Cora kind of reveals that she she can't metal bend. I mean, we've never really had a metal bending avatar. Like, I'm like, because like, I think, and then Sue brings up the point, like, my sister didn't offer to teach you? Yeah. And then like, I'm like, look, Cora's been busy. <laughs> She had to fight some equalists. She had to save the world from spirits. She had to not close some spirit portals. Which, by the way... They're still open. No, they're still open, but like, we haven't really touched on it. Uh, not really. So Okay. But, yeah, so, you know, Suyin's pretty surprised. And um, she's like... she Like, Suyin says, ah, she wouldn't... Lynn probably wouldn't have been a good teacher anyway. That um, might be true. And then she offers to teach Cora metal bending. And then... Hey, uh, remember the last time somebody offered to teach her a different kind of bending? <laughs> that took me a second i was like what kind of bending are we talking about here it's all fancy yeah that was funny but and then opal says hey well then you want to like you want to you want to learn metal too like it'll be fun and then he's like nah not nah yes he does yeah he's like he's like i'm more of an earth guy he's like i like dirt don't we all? he wants to learn how to metal band so he does so much and it's deep inside of him mm-hmm. um and so uh, breakfast kind of interrupted by uh, Varric walking in with a giant magnetic suit, which kind of destroys the whole setup because everything is made of metal. Uh, so whatever's going on with magnets, that's who knows. Um, he made his Iron Man suit and it attracts magnets. Yeah. And so we see Lynn again and she is kind of all kind of pissy and mm-hmm. Iway kind of... You know, says like, "Hey, you don't have to like be worried about like this is the safest city. Like, even like relax, like mm-hmm. calm down." Um, and but Lynn is like super stressed out about everything, and so Iway says like, hey, "Why don't you just go, go uh, see my acupuncturist? Why don't you just get stabbed with some needles?" Because that always works. So back in Republic City, uh, this is after Zahir kind of pulled his stunt at Air Temple Island. He's still in Republic City, and they have to find a way to get out. Uh, the rest of the awesome gang is there. Yay. And- and they um, say, like, hey, like, there's cops all around here. How the hell are we going to get out of the city? Kazan reveals that their um, original plan was to attack President Raiko. Uh, so they wanted to, to take out the president. Yeah. Uh, but now they're not really in the position to do so. Uh, and Zaheer is, you know, kind of more focused on something else. But then this is where I spent half of the commentary trying to figure out all their names. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, guys, Derek's doing so well. She's trying to like remember all Zaheer, the names. Here, yeah. Mingwa, yes, Pali, yes, and Gaz, Gaz. I was say Gaz now, but that's not it. Gaz, something with a G. Yeah, yeah. Gaz, your core. Gazo, <laughs> Gonzo, Gonzo, <laughs> Gonzo. The lava band. I got three out of four. Gazan, Zahir. Gazan's the hardest, I think. Gazan, Zahir, Mingwa, Pali. Ah, you're so Yay. good. Good job. Well, I gotta get the awesome gang's name right. Gotta get the awesome gang's name right. I, you're doing so good. Uh, in order to try to get out of the city undetected, they kind of ambush a truck driver. 
and um, they try to get him to smuggle them out of the city. With an ice knife. Yeah, she uses an ice knife because, oh, she's scary. Oh, she's scary, but she's so good. I love she's them. so good. I love them all. Um, <laughs> so uh, Lynn, Lynn hooks, um, hooks, heads to the acupuncturist. I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> don't worry about it. Lynn heads to the acupuncturist, and so what he tries to do is, like, balance her chi with some needles and um she's like that ain't gonna work yeah and so she's not really kind of buying it uh but he kind of warns uh, lynn that hey um you might be experiencing some repressed memories right now uh just be aware um and then you know just as we get that warning we get flashback a flashback Uh, so this is 30 years ago yeah I feel like with the flashbacks, like, I think, like, I was thinking, like, because we get the whole backstory, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's, like, a, it was kind of dumb, but I think if you, like, actually look at it for, like, a character development thing, yeah. it works. It does, yeah. Continue. I think it does work. We'll talk about that later. Um, so, 30 years ago, um, we see Su Yin is hanging out with some uh, suspicious-looking she's being, boys. She's being a bitchy teen. She's being, yeah, she's being the punk teenager, basically. She's, like, 16 here. And, and who wasn't like that when they were 16? And these boys are members of the Terror Triad, which is one of the gangs in Republic City. So many gangs. A ton of gangs in Republic City. Oh, the Terra. Not Terror. Did I say Terror or Terra? I think it's a Terror. Terra. Like Earth. Like okay. some Earth folk. So, and then Lynn, who is currently a police, she's a police officer in this flashback, because uh, she's been a police officer for so, so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of... She goes in, she yells at her sister because she's like, hey, you're skipping, like, school, and why are you hanging out with these losers? And, you know, they, she sees uh, a bag of suspicious, suspicious items, which is, like, jewelry and stuff, not drugs. I said suspicious items, and I'm like, oh, it sounds like there was drugs in the bag. There were no drugs in the bag. This is a kid show. Thank you. Um, there might have been drugs in the bag. We didn't see them. Uh, Lynn is basically like, so you're, like, wasting your potential. Stop being a terrible person, and Sue is like, uh, don't tell me what to do. Bye. Bye. Um, so back in the the present, uh, Sue starts training uh, core and metal bending. and uh, Basically by bending like shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but before core uh, can really start metal bending, uh, Bolin kind of interrupts because he's, he's spying in on them. Because he wants to learn how to metal bend. He, he reveals that he, he kind of does want to metal bend a little bit. Uh, and Suyin offers to train him. But he's but Bolin remarks that only one in a hundred earthbenders can metal bend. So metal bending isn't something that every earthbender can learn how to do. It kind of takes a special kind of earthbender to do it. Wait, can you now like learn how to do it? Uh, I think you have to. You have because it seems like there's more metal benders now than there yeah, was. There, well, it's because I don't think they knew how to do it before. But just be, but like, even those who are capable of doing it, there's not, you know, a ton. Okay, I feel like it's something like it's hard. I know, I get that. Yeah. Hey, some, some, not, not everyone can do it, and that's okay. He's like, hey, that, that doesn't necessarily have to be true. Like, if you try really hard, I bet you could do it. Cora manages to metal bend a bit. Metal bend some metal. Mm-hmm. And she becomes the first metal bending avatar. Hooray! And Bolin is kind of sad that it took her a really short time to figure it out. Um, so back, we're, we're kind of back in flashback mode here. So we are on a chase scene. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Suyin is doing her cop thing, driving a car. And then they get note of like a robbery that happened. Um, so Lynn goes to chase them down. 
Um, she manages to stop the car, um, but it turns out uh, there's some familiar faces driving this getaway vehicle. Yes. Uh, so first we see the two guys who pop out who look a little familiar, um, and then we see Su Yin, who is part of this whole well, operation. Well, she's the getaway driver. She's the getaway driver. But she, and, you know, she remarks, like, what are you going to do, arrest me? Uh, which is exactly what Lynn does, because Lynn plays it by the books. Well, she should be arrested. Yeah. 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 And so... However... She t- yeah, Lynn kind of grabs her with one of the cables, and Suyin, kind of pissed off, uh, cuts the cable, and it rebounds, or what's the word I'm looking for? Recoils. Yeah. Yeah, but recoils back. And it hits Lynn in the face, giving her some familiar scars. Da-na-na-na. We figured out the mystery of the scars on Lynn's face, even though nobody was really asking about it. We weren't, actually. No, it's good to know. I was kind of like, look, like, she's she's a police chief. She probably got hurt on the job. Yeah. So, um, this memory uh, causes Lynn uh, to... Kind of have a gut reaction, so she kind of wakes up and like just bends all the the needles to like the wall, uh, and doesn't kill anyone in the process, which is really great. Thank God. Uh, but the acupuncturist is like, "Hey, don't leave because it's not done yet, and it's gonna it's gonna heck you up. It's gonna you're gonna get all the kinds of messed up by leaving right now." Um, and so we see Lynn's kind of really out of it and kind of almost hallucinates that Cora is a young Su Yin. Mm-hmm. And after Cora is like, hey, you should apologize to your niece because she was only trying to be nice and you were a total bitch. Yes. Yes, she was. And yes, she should apologize. But Lynn just kind of waves her off and then goes back to finish acupuncture. Uh, acupuncture. Because she's like, oh, yeah, it did kind of heck me up. I should probably finish that. Um, so then we kind of get. So, oh, yeah. So this is where the rest of the. Oh, that's the rest of that flashback. That mm-hmm. flashback I just talked about was split into two parts. My B, guys. But you guys know. You, you get it. Yeah. You get it. Um, so back in Republic City, this truck driver is not a good liar. He's a terrible liar. He's a shit liar. He's a shit liar. Um, and so he's trying to lose it. He's like, oh, I just got to do a delivery pickup thing. And, you know, the guards aren't buying it. So they ask him to get out. Um, he bolts. He, he runs for it. And then ha- the awesome gang has to kind of do a quick moving kind of getaway. So and then Mingwa drives with her water arms. Mingwa she drives with her water arms and then please blows some cars up with her brain. Ah, um, turns part of the road into lava and they get out. Ah, part of me is like, oh no, it's the bad guys. But another part of me is like, yes, go get away. You got this. This is so cool to watch. It's gonna be so sad when they die. So sad. Like the kids show. Like they have to be defeated. Well, yeah. I mean, there's different ways you can be defeated though. I know. You don't have to just like die. I feel like they probably die. Well, just like they were in jail for so long and then they escape. I feel like that's like the next logical step. <laughs> Once you get out of jail, you have to die. <laughs> so uh, back in Zaofu, uh, Bullen kind of sees some of that metal. I think it's it's a meteorite. Uh, sees, so he starts trying to bend it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't really work. No. And then uh, Opal interrupts. And She's like, hi. And, she's like, and like, Bullen's kind of tries to play it off and Bolin reveals that um he's always kind of wanted to metal bend because yeah. he because he really looks up to Toph because Toph's basically his hero and I'm who, like who, who, she's my hero too I don't All know the I think, I, ladies I think Katara's my hero just because like I feel like I'm more like Katara ah uh, such Katara's such a badass god all of them wonderful ladies anyway so Opal is like hey like 
yeah, it's not that big a deal. And then Boleyn's like, hey, but you want to go to North uh, to Northern Air Temple, but like you're not. And then she's like, yeah, she's like, I she wants to go, but she doesn't want to go at the same time. She's all kinds of, you know. She doesn't want to disappoint her parents. I love this. And then they have a nice bonding moment. I love this. Yeah. Because, like, it's like what Bolin's is. They're communicating. They're pointing out, like, stuff that's, like, kind of, like, They're talking about their feelings. Yeah, they're talking about stuff that's, like, flawed with the other person. And, like, they're not arguing. It's just a discussion. And that's what a couple is. You make each other better. Hashtag Bopal. Hashtag Bopal. I'm so happy. Um, So then we kind of get the final memory um, from this flashback sequence, this is um, after that whole thing at the the robbery went down. Um, they're back in the police chief's office and they're talking with Toph. We get to see Toph again. Hooray! I love her so much. Um, Toph is all kinds of pissed for <laughs> putting her in an impossible position. And then uh, they keep trying to blame each other. Like, hey, this wouldn't happen if Lynn did this or this wouldn't happen. I don't if really get this. why she's that mad at Lynn. Like, Lynn did her job. Yeah, but, like... She probably could have been maybe, like, less aggressive with her sister. Yeah, but I think it's more, like, if... Well, if you arrest your sister, then, like, we have to deal with that instead of just, like, letting someone else do it or, like... Yeah. So it's kind of a weird position to put it in. She's not very happy with that. So Toph ends up sending uh, Sue away to live with her parents who are in the Earth Kingdom, as we remember... And then Lynn is super pissed because she's just like, hey, like, why does she just, like, get to, you know, do whatever she wants? Like, she's not facing any kind of, like, consequences. Well, she's really. being exiled, essentially. Yeah, basically. That's a consequence. Um, and like, then leaving everything that you know and, like, going to live with your grandparents you probably don't see all that often. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a punishment. Yeah. That's what um, people did back in the olden days. Sometimes you get exiled. Yeah, you get sent all the way to Australia. Um, good times. Good times. Good times. Toph also destroys the police report. So basically, you know, destroying any witness of it happening because Toph's the police chief. Even she though, can't there, be even with though Lynn is a point, there were witnesses. So there were, <laughs> well, Toph can't see him. So hey. That's true. Uh, anyway. Um, and so kind of that's basically where we leave that. And we can see why Lynn is kind of pissed. Then it's kind of really pissed. A bit. Um, a bit. I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. And so. Uh, Lynn finish up, finishes up her acupuncture se- session, and then she's, she's like, yeah, she's pissed. So like, pissed. this was not a healing experience for her. Um, so she's like, all right, I got one thing I got to do. I got to um, go kill my sister. Got to go. Got to go murder my I mean, sister. I mean, like, who doesn't want to kill their sibling on occasion? That's true. Your brother listens now. I'm just going to keep pointing that out. What? I said your brother listens to us now. I'm just going to keep pointing that uh, out. He's not, he's not going to listen to this episode. Um, How dare you? I know. So they, you know, they're they're back and everyone's kind of trying to train to do metal bending. Um, but before anything can really get going, like Lynn comes in and she uh, confronts Sue and she's like, hey, we got to talk. So Lynn is still really pissed about stuff that happened 30 years ago. Like she's t- talking about that. She thinks that the event like cost um, Toph her job. Which it kind of didn't. Sue was like, Sue was like, no, nah, she retired. Like, it's fine. She retired, um, yeah, she did it for another year and then she retired and she yeah. was happy and then... And then Sue, Sue remarks that like, hey, they, they already, like, she already talked to um, Toph about this, like, they already talked it all over. Lynn just didn't want to, you know, talk about it. Yeah, honestly, it seems like if like Toph was there, she probably would have been like, you need to get over this. Yeah, Toph is definitely in the camp of just like, just get over it. It's fine. Yeah, like, I know she screwed up. Big time. Yeah. But. It was 30 years ago. Like 30 years down. ago, she's grown as a human. Yeah. 
And then there's like more talking. There's and then, more talking, and then oh, the and mic then, drops. And then Sue like drops the mic and says, "So that hard." She's like, "It's no reason why Tenzin like left you." And I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> she went there. She went there. She went there. She went there. <laughs> she went there. Um, and that's when she gets real and they start fighting. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. Yeah, because they're both really good uh, metal benders, and everyone's like. You know, Cora's like, ah, should I stop them? And Bolin's like, no, this is, you don't have siblings. Like, this is how, <laughs> this is part of the healing process, which is a great line. But as the fight goes on, uh, Opal intervenes and she airbends kind of, so they stop. And then before anything else can happen, Lynn kind of passes out. So she kind of passes out for like 16 hours. And there's a funny scene with uh, the team avatar in front of the uh, the door wondering like hey should be like do you want to knock no you knock no you knock so Mako ends up knocking it's like ah hey chief you want to you want to come you want to come out well like because like she clearly wasn't passed out for sixteen hours I think she was awake for a while oh, yeah. which kind of makes more sense to me because of like the change is kind of like yeah fast but like if she was in there for like a, like like half a day yeah and like actually was like thinking about everything because mm-hmm. like I think Lynn for a good amount of it was kind of in the wrong yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Well, Lynn just refuses to let go. Yeah, and it kind of let seems like go. she probably, like, was alone and, like, with her thoughts. And, like, that kind of makes sense to me if she changed. It doesn't seem like she's fully changing. It seems like she's still, she's still badass, Lynn. Yeah. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. maybe a tiny bit more mellow. Yeah, so, yeah, we see Lynn emerges, and she's a little more chill with things. She's all right. She's not, she's not angry. Nope. Which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, she's being cool and chill, and she and uh, Lynn, uh, no, 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 Lynn and Opal get to talk. And they kind of get to t- talk things out. And they have a really mm-hmm. nice, like, Aunt Denise moment. Yeah. It's really nice. Yes. It's really sweet. Lynn encourages Opal to train at the Northern Air Temple, you know, and they, they have a little heart-to-heart about, like, Opal's really afraid of disappointing your parents. And then yeah. Lynn's like, ah, we all disappoint our parents. Like, you just do what you want to do. And Hashtag true. Hashtag we all disappoint our parents. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Mom. I talk on a microphone and put it on the internet. <laughs> hey, our parents approve of this. Yeah. Anyway, so Opal does decide to go to talk to her parents about wanting to go train at the Northern Air Temple. And so I think Sue, uh, there's like a nice scene here where like Sue like agrees and they talk about, you know, Sue says like we, she's like, our mom gave us too much freedom, but then maybe I gave my kids too little freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she apologizes to Lynn. Um and talks about how her life was so different because she left Republic City. Like, she went to do some crazy yeah. things. Like, she lived with pirates. She joined a sandbender commune. She did all this crazy stuff. She was stuff. in the circus. So she joined the circus. That she did. So And like, then she settled down and built a city. Yeah, like, damn, what a lady. Oh, my God, we should do that. We should just, like, travel and, like, do a bunch of random stuff. And then we'll be able to build a city. I'm okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> we have to start a Kickstarter. <laughs> How much would that cost? <laughs> a lot. Anyway. No, we build like a nerdy city where like it's like there are like we'll pick like all our favorite food places. We'll have like act we'll have like places where you can buy DVDs and like Blu-rays and televisions and comic book shops and video games and other stuff that we like. History places, good museums. Okay. Yeah. Sure. A good weed place. Okay. <laughs> That's really all that matters. You can, you can put whatever you want in your city, but as long as you have a good weed piece, you're fine. We'll call um, it, uh, I don't know. Uh, name still pending. If you have any ideas, please leave us a comment. Anyway, 
Um, so it's really nice. They, I mean, it's really interesting to see at the end, like, they are who they are because of the things that they did, and but it's all good. And that's, kind of, that's kind of the end of that part. Yeah, yeah, they just reconcile and everything's good. And so we end with, uh, we're kind of in a forest outside of Republic City, and we got the awesome gang. Um, it's chilling. So and they're trying to figure out what they're doing next. And we see Zaheer, he is meditating, and he says that he knows where the Avatar is. She's with the middle class. So apparently Zaheer is psychic? Well, I mean, he's very spiritual. Okay. He knows things. I still want to know what they wanted. Like, why did they want the Avatar? Like, in general. <laughs> it's a good Did they question. want a dark Avatar? <laughs> like, it's like trainer to be a dark Avatar? But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, that seems like not... I don't know. I'm really curious. Yeah. So curious. Anyway. So that's that episode. What are your thoughts? I really, li- yeah, I really liked it. Um, I like that we got to focus on Lynn, which we haven't actually done. Yeah, we really haven't had a Lynn episode yet. So this was like our Lynn episode. Yeah. I love Lynn, so I am all for this. Yeah, and so like with the flashbacks, like honestly, like thinking about like, oh, this is why I hate my sister. I was like, like if you just like take it as those flashbacks, mm-hmm. it's a really dumb reason. Yeah. Because like... All her sister did was be a rebellious, bitchy teenager, so all her sister did was be a teenager. Right. And, like, they're clearly just, like, two people who are very different. hmm And then, I guess, like, I'm not 100% okay with, like, I, I mean, I'm kind of okay with, like, what Toph did, but, yeah. like, you know, like, your kid's gonna screw up. Yeah, well, this is also Toph we're talking about, and it's interesting because Toph is such a, um, her character in the original series is a very, like anti-authoritarian figure like she hates the rules and stuff so it's interesting when she becomes a cop as a living mm-hmm. um but if you kind of look back to her roots of like screw like the rules mm-hmm. um i think it makes sense what about interesting that like like top was like because she was raised in a really uptight family yep and then like uh she said like i'm not gonna raise my kids like that i'm gonna give them all the freedom that they want mm-hmm and I guess, like, Lynn, I don't know, like, what's, like, I guess, like, Lynn just, like, really wanted to impress, like, her mom because yeah. her mom's badass. Right. She, yeah, she really wanted to. They both basically just wanted Toph's attention. Yeah, that's, Lynn that's kinda, what. It, not Lynn. Toph kind of. It's kind of like Toph didn't really do that. Yeah, Sue, that's what Sue says. She's like, you know, they had, like, a ton of freedom, but all they really wanted was just, like, to gain, like, get attention. Yeah, so that's why, like, the, so, like, with the reasoning and, like, if you actually look at them as characters, like, I'm actually okay with it because yeah. it just seems like they wanted their mom's attention and they both did it in different ways. One yeah. was trying to be exactly like her and yep. one was, well, not exactly like Toph because I don't think Toph was that uptight as. Right, but she's trying to, like, fall in the same footsteps yeah, as far then, as, like, being the chief of police. And then was kind of like, I'm just going to rebel. I'm like, yeah. And, like, like I, I guess I kind of said, because, like, like, it's clear, like, Sue definitely, like, Sue changed from th- the way she was a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she was, a, she was a bitchy teenager, and then she is now cool. Yeah, now she, like, leads Hell City and has a whole metal clan. Yeah. Like, what the hell? That's awesome. And, like, she's cool with her mom. Yeah. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of upset that, like, the, the switch with Lynn seemed kind of fast. But it does kind of seem like with the actor, like if she was kind of going that way anyway, mm-hmm. and she didn't need to like get her anger out towards her sister, and right. then like, like obviously she was in there for sixteen hours. She definitely wasn't past that for sixteen <laughs> hours. It seemed like okay, you know what? I'm mellow. Like I'm a bit more mellow, but I'm still the chief. Mm-hmm. I'm good at this job. Right. I'm. I like it. I'm gonna reconcile yeah. with my sister. I'll visit her once in a while. Opal's gonna come with us. Yeah. Hashtag Bopal. Hashtag Bopal. We got some awesome gang doing got awesome, some awesome stuff. Got some awesome gang doing awesome stuff. Yeah. Oh, I want to learn so much more about them. Yes. So, yeah, I think, like, as a two-parter, this really works. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 
so yeah, you kind of have to have these two episodes together, um, doing their thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love the more reveal. I love like the Beifong family. Like I, Toph is one of my favorite characters of the original series. I love Lin. I love Suyin just in her whole family. So just being able to explore their family and their family di- dynamic is really fun for me. So that's why I really enjoy these episodes. Um, I think I said this, I was going to touch upon this earlier, but I, I love, and I might talk about, I'm not sure if I'll talk about, well, there's like one episode I know where I might bring this back up again. Okay. Um, but that's like a whole season from now. But I love kind of Toph's, um, not backstory, but like the explanation of like stuff that she did like between the last series and this series. Because um, I went on a whole rant with this with somebody I know earlier, but we kind of get like a glimpse that like it wasn't an automatically like happily ever after with her. And she has a very like real backstory because she has two kids who are who are from two different fathers yeah. and neither of them actually know who their father are. Yeah, I think it's so I think that's so cool. I think it's like it's a very like kind of subtle touch, but it doesn't show it shows that like not all of Team Avatar was just like, oh, like series ended happy. Everyone gets married, has kids and that's it. So it's kind of uh, I guess shows more multidimensional in that sense, if that makes sense. I guess I thought it was like, how come they don't know who their fathers are? Um, eh. like I know the show mainly focuses on fathers and not mothers. Yeah, but like I still feel like 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 if like I feel like a dad should be in his kid's life if they want to be. If they didn't want to be and they were just like dick bags. Yeah, cool. But like that's weird that like we don't ever like Lynn never asks like, hey, who's my dad? Um, I think that's like briefly mentioned later on. I think that Top just like didn't tell him. <laughs> that's that's uh, she that's, was like. Ah. I'm on, honestly, I'm not that cool with that. No, no. I'm not it's, that cool I'm with that. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing as far as, like, that's the good thing to do as a person. Um, but I really like it as far as, like, the kind of the depth that gives some of these characters. Yeah, yeah, Because, like, I mean, it shows, like, they're not perfect people. Yeah. But, so, like, with my thing, it's, like, if they, like, if the dads did not want to be involved and they never ask, mm-hmm. that's a whole different story. But, like, if it's right. that, but if, like, they ask and Lynn, not Lynn, god dang it. Toph was kind of like, I'm not going to say. Yeah. That's kind of not a good Right. Um, yeah, I forget exactly. Also, so, like, was she, like, back. she wasn't, like, polyamorous, right? She was just kind of, like, in a relationship, had a kid, broke up with a guy, got with another guy. I think that's implied. I think that's That she's not, that she, that she did it like that? Yeah. Okay. I don't, it's not, like. She was like, what they don't. Like, they really don't go into details because one, they can't go into details on the show because they can't be like, oh, "I had two kids out of wedlock." <laughs> well, she could have been married to them. We don't know. We th- you don't know, yeah. But well, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things logistically. Yeah, I mean, could have in theory. Well, but, like, like so, Liz like about twenty. Not when the flashbacks. I'm thinking. Yeah, there's like about a four year difference between them. Yeah, she could have like she could have gotten married to Lynn's father mm-hmm. they would have had a kid they could have broken up like really early on yeah could have got married again like mm-hmm. within a couple of years yeah and then had another kid and yeah. then they got divorced like pretty Probably. early on yeah she might but, not be good with marriage which is you know some people are like that yeah but i mean like it like it, it kind of feels like yeah me, I, I always i always interpret it as of like a having kids out of wedlock thing well which kind is, of like, a, super interesting. i think it also reminds me with like with like ang also like the fact that like he kind of like did more trips with tens and then like these people aren't perfect people yes because they're, they're still pe- very real characters they're real people who will, will screw up yeah but they're yeah like they might be good people but they will screw up because they probably didn't realize that they were screwing up mm-hmm. that's fun yeah and even and and people kind of 
not even like out of universe, like in universe, like idolize them. But then we find out like how real of people they are. And I that's tend to idolize so people. I tend to idolize people more if I realize that they're real. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny. Also, I love the. Uh, I love all these like who is their like their father's like theories that were going what around. What are the theories? Um, well, it was, they're more like jokes. Like, it could be this guy. Maybe it's this guy. Like, it's people that we know, or? Okay, well, my favorite theory. All right, I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna reel my favorite theory. Uh, but I always, okay, so, what, I have to find the line here. Oh, so, I don't know. So, so Suyin, like, the way she introduces herself, she's like, yeah, I'm a dancer, I'm a mom, I'm a, she's like, she's like a meteorite enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And then, like, my mind automatically was like, wait, what about meteorites? (laughs) What other character from the original series had something to do with a meteorite? Do you want to know or remember? Who had a sword? Oh! Space. <laughs> wait, yeah? So that was like literally my, when I first saw that, I was like, wait, this could confirm my theories. Oh, that's weird. It would be weird, wouldn't it? Saka had a girlfriend. Yeah. That, no. <laughs> um. I'm not saying you have to like that theory. I'm just saying that was my theory. It's like, I don't dislike it. It's just kind of like, I feel like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I, I, they don't, they never seem, no. Really? Guys, I shipped that in the original series. Not really. I did. I was an avid shipper of that in the original series. Well, he was, Saka was like older than everybody. Yeah. Well, not older than everyone. Not older than Zuko, but I meant yeah. like out of like the four, those like core four. Yeah. So, okay, but yeah, but this would have been like when they're like in their thirties and forties, so like it wouldn't have made a fucking difference. What if it was? Oh, now I'm thinking like either like because like I feel I do not I am not okay with Sokka cheating on Suki. Yeah, well, who says they ever got married? It's never confirmed that they got married. That's true. It's never confirmed they stayed together. It's they don't even. It's not even confirmed that they had kids. We don't even know if they have kids. I feel like that probably be like a one night stand thing. I don't feel. Like, oh yeah. I would oh, call yeah. it a one night stand thing. Now like it a relationship. Like, yeah, like a one night stand. Like whoops, that happened kind of thing. All right. Guys, oh, by the way, I had sex. your child. No, but Saka would be involved in his child's he life. Would. It's true. He would be. Mm-hmm. Unless like maybe it was harmless. Unless Top didn't tell him, which is also a dick hey, move. He he was oh true, but he was a councilman and she was chief of police. So it would have been very scandalous if it, was it would be. Stand. But I feel like Top would have said something. If Top either didn't say something. But, like, Sokka would have found some way to be involved. Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying it's a good theory, but I'm saying it's my theory. <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think I'm about cool it. with it if it's a one-night – if it's a, if it ended up being, like, a one-night stand thing, uh-huh. I'm fine with that. Hey, think think about it, though. Like, you know, she's got the thing with the meteorites, and she's – I'm just saying she's oh, got, so like, she, So then who's Lin's father? Um, so you think Sokka might be Sue's father? Yeah. I just feel like no, it, yeah, Sue's father, not not Lin's father. Yeah, the, they would that wouldn't be able to happen because uh, Lin intends to date, and that would have been really weird. So it would made them cousins anyway. So oh yeah, that would have been. Wait, oh, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna. Wait I thought something saying like it was like tough intense, and I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. So, um, but anyway, because I'm just saying, I have to find like a whole. I'm sure somebody wrote a huge thing about it. No, yeah, but like I said, and like, I will send it like, to like you if, he, if so, then Toph would have had to say somebody else was the father, which is also a dick move. Because yeah. like like I said, Sokka would have been involved in if he found that he well, had a child. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a good theory. I'm just saying it's my theory. No, no. no if that's the truth. Then that oh. means that that's like a that's like a shit thing for Toph to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a shit thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she. She's not exactly the uh, the prime matriarch here. Anyway, that's uh, true. Anyway, so um, so basically, the only theory. perfect human is Katara. 
Basically. Basically. She only, we don't really ha- get a lot of info about Katara, like, after the series about, like, being a parent and stuff, because mostly just hear, like, hey, Aang was kind of a questionable dad. <laughs> she only almost tried to kill one person. Uh, so basically, Katara was just a perfect mother. True. Anyway, um, so if anybody wants to write a comic series, an official comic series about uh, the gang Somebody just give us a backstory of what happened to Sokka in, like, the Please, 70 years. for the love of God. We've been, like, talking about it. We keep talking about it. If you don't want me to keep throwing out these crazy theories that I have, um, please, for the love of God. Somebody write a comic about write Sokka. Comic or write a whole Tell us what it. happened. Did he marry Suki? Did they maybe get divorced? Do they have kids? Did he have a one-night stand with Toph, Toph and father her child? <laughs> I who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Was he not involved in his child's life because Toph didn't tell him? I it's it's I, I'm t- hey, you're jumping on board with this theory. I know you are. I I see it. You're, no, no, no. You're like jumping, I said, no, no, no like you're I, jumping on board. Here's here. no, like I said, because if it's like, like I said, because like for some reason I first thought like the Toph and Sokka have a relationship, which I don't, I don't think would make sense. But if it was a one I night, should, but, like I said, but I prove it if it was like a one night stand, yeah. like. They had too much to drink or whatever. Or they had too many noodles. Too many noodles. They had too many noodles. They <laughs> and they callback. slept together and nobody used protection. So it was a, it's like I I am fine with this theory if it's a one night stand, not a All relationship. Right. I, you know what? I'm okay with that. Anyway. Um so that's this episode. <laughs> do we still want to do a comic corner or do we just want to end it here? Um, do we have any comments? We have the one. Have on one? The... I'm gonna go find that. Okay. Okay. Um so it's time for Comment Corner. Hooray! And we're kind of running low on these comments, guys, because, I mean, we recorded some of these episodes pretty close together, and we're doing them all in chunks now. Um, so like we you might not hear some new comments for a little bit, and that's okay, but send them in, and they we... we like, we've given you guys such good comment stuff, like Bending in the last episode, awesome, awesome gang comics, Sokka. 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 Um, oh yeah! Please tell us your socket theories. Uh, I, I want to read life. I want to read all of your socket theories, please and thank you, thank you. I want to know your head. When we put out this episode, put out a tweet saying, "Give us your socket theories." Give us your socket theories. Hashtag socket theories. Oh my god, we have so many hashtags in these last <laughs> couple episodes. It's gonna. That, it's gonna that's how you get people in with all the hashtags. All the hashtags, guys. We know how to social. God, media. don't you, don't don't you love it in modern life? <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, this comment comes to us from, this is a repeat commenter. Uh, so this is from Anime Hunter, if you remember before. Um, they let us know a little bit about how the romance thing is going to get a little crazy. And uh, and they talked a little bit about the, comment, uh, the comic coming out um, with some info on Kaya. And I just want to let you know, Anime Hunter, that I uh, just purchased, well, when I'm recording this, I like just purchased and read uh, Turf Wars. And I'm very excited because I saw the scene you were talking about, even though I was kind of spoiled it for you, and I was so excited because it was just really good. Um, it was a good reveal, and it was just a good time all around. And I would love to read more comics comics about that specific thing. And other stuff. Anyway, Dare has no idea what I'm talking about. Nope. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. You know. 
Um, so anime hunter just replied us again and said, uh, "Hey Darren, Kaylin, it was awesome to hear you, uh, you mention my comment and on a great podcast too. Thanks, sure. thanks, and you're welcome. Thanks, we appreciate it. Uh, July 26th is the release date for your local comic book stores, and August 10th is when it will be released everywhere. This is about the comic um, because we weren't sure when it was released, so thank you. And it is out by the time we're recording this, and it'll be definitely out um, by the time this episode goes up. Yeah, but if uh, but if you guys have not. This one says, if you're lucky enough and have a local comic book store near you, you might be able to pick it, uh, to pick one up today. You know, I tried going to, uh, I went to like three different comic book stores in my area and none of them had it. So I'm hoping they all sold out. Well, see, you have a comic book store near you. A couple. I, well, no. Well, the one was by my work. Wow. Uh, and I'm trying to like make you feel better about living. Yeah. There's one in the, the mall right by here, but they didn't have it and I was too awkward to ask for it. Um, anyway. I don't have any. I have like though there's like one comic book store in the mall, which isn't that good. Yeah. But then I have a Barnes and Noble near me. Oh yeah. So you can also buy that comic in Barnes and Noble, I think. Also, Amazon exists. Yeah, and also. <laughs> so back to this comment. Uh, second note is, and Dara, while I wish I can elaborate more on my statement about not knowing the half of it, um, this is in regards to the romance part. All I can add is there's a lot more to it, and you should pay particular attention to books three and four. And I wish I could tell you what to look for. Just know that it's quite an eye-opener. And I know what you're talking about, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. I know what you're talking Me about, Me too. Anne. Are Cora and Malka going to get back together? We already talked about this. They're not a good couple. Yes, that's exactly what they're talking about. Dang it! That's exactly what they're talking about. God no. um, damn it! No, but uh, yeah, no, anime hunter. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm you know what I'm looking forward to. Anyway, but well, right now we have Bopal, and I'm fine with that right now. Yeah, I feel like that was really long. It is. It is very long, but that's okay. Um, just and then it says, "Keep up the good work, you too." And I look forward to your future podcast. Thanks, anime hunter. Right. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. Tell them to comment. All your friends. And if you don't have any friends. That's okay. You, you probably have friends. You're lovely. You sound lovely. You sound like a very I don't nice know if person. you're a guy or a girl. And that's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so that's all the time we have for this episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. Join us next time as we're con- going to continue with book three. Um, so the way this season works, that there's an odd number of episodes and we usually do two and one. So we're just going to do, uh, episode seven next week, which is original airbenders. That one is kind of standalone. Um, and the rest of them kind of pair up. So it's going to be a little shorter, uh, but thanks for listening anyway. Uh, we really appreciate your listenership. So anyway, uh, if you want to find us on the interwebs, you can always look us up on Facebook um, at Witty Clothes Productions. Follow us on Twitter at Witty Clothes. Uh, follow us on Patreon if you want to do that, if you want some bonus content. Um, we are Witty Clothes Productions. Email us at gmail at uh, wittyclothes at gmail.com. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, leave us a rating and review. We would love to see it. We would love to read it on the air. And that's at Witty Clothes Productions. And if you're listening to this through some other strange and mystical means um find like us maybe on- illegally who knows why why would you listen to illegally this is free i don't this know this is free to listen because they like that they like the like you know you're being a bit bad all right we'll emerge from the dark web and find us on youtube uh, you can subscribe to us um we are witty close productions leave us a like and comment we did just we get to, to we did just get the 20 subscribers which doesn't seem like much but we were happy about it we were really happy about that we so got keep like, those numbers coming if we you, had 17 and then we jumped up to 20 in like three days from yeah that was pretty good guys thank, so thank you, you. so much it. Yeah. yeah we appreciate all of you whether you listen or not although if you subscribe you probably listen or if you're a robot we appreciate you too we do 
Um, anyway, so thanks for watching First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Kian Clothier. With me is my co-host. You said watch. We're, they're listening. Listening. I do it all the time. I do this all the time. I always think you're watching us. If you just stare at your screen, that's probably really boring. So just just listen to us. Just put your headphones yeah. on and have a good time. Anyway, I'm Kaylin Clothier. With me is my co-host. Darrow Whitman. Peace. Peace. <laughs>